Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of T-Roll Time with T-Shay May, a former adolescent content series by yours truly, by your host, by your favorite cup of tea in the cabinet, T-Shay May, Tishana, Hero, Henrietta. Hello, friends. If you are new here, please, 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 please feel free to go ahead and follow and make sure you have the notification bell on so that way you could always know whenever I upload and feel free to follow me on social media that is linked in the description of this episode as well everyone a reminder this series is an unscripted series where I talk about certain tarot cards and how they have related to my life in regards to readings that I have done and the amount of times I have popped into readings of mine their definitions, their descriptions, but also how they relate to my life and how they can also relate to yours. All right, so please take what resonates, leave the rest. I feel like I have not said that in a minute, so I'm going to have to just to make sure and whatnot because I do be day dropping some folks in here. <laughs> If you're listening, and if I have said your name, what's up? Oh, welcome back. So today's card is going to be the moon, the moon card. So once again, for my friends who are listening and are hands on, meaning that you basically have your hands free or on your phone currently. Feel free to go ahead and research, Google up, Pinterest up the mood card. All my other friends who may be hands off right now, meaning that you are in the middle of driving, running errands, doing something. Feel free to listen to the description of the mood card. In Roman numeral, the mood card is number 18 and the major arcana and the Rider's Weight Tarot, any tarot deck for that matter. In the picture, we have two dogs, maybe a dogs, maybe wolves, obviously howling at the moon. Now, this moon looks very, very interesting, but before I get to that, let me go ahead and describe it a lot more. The dogs are on either side of what seems to be a small creek. There is a body of water right behind them. And within that water comes out, it looks like a fucking lobster. A sea creature of sorts. Something that you would probably eat at any seafood restaurant. Yum. But um, further back in behind the dogs, there is two towers on either side of the card and it looks like they are on just to make sure it looks like either mountains or another larger body of water it actually looks more like mountains it's looking like a cannon in the back and the towers are on either side of them more so sitting at the edge now the moon was very interesting in traditional writers' way. The moon kind of is shaped like a star. The moon has a face, so the moon is more looking crescent. 
and it has a face outside the crescent of it. And I say this because it has like the spikes, like what people usually traditionally draw of the star. But this also could mean that the moon is shining very, very brightly. Underneath the moon, we have some little, it looks like petals, but it could be stars. So whatever Miss Pam Coleman had drew and illustrated in the traditional writer's rate, that's what it looks like for people listening in and researching the card. Also in the body of water, it looks like to be some type of fun guy. I'm not entirely sure. It looks like some fun guy are pebbles or rocks as well. Now, the moon card is the zodiac tarot card for Pisces. I love my fellow Pisces. The moon card talks about dreams. It talks about intuition. It's a very prominent card about intuition, trusting intuition within its upright meaning that talks about things being hid in the dark. Because mind you, the dogs are not paying attention that there is this lobster sea creature lurking coming out of the water. And a lot of tarot decks, despite, regardless of any illustration, usually will have something lurking or coming out of the water in this moon card. So the moon card in its upright meaning means dreams, intuition, it could also mean a sense of danger, a sense of lurking, something being hid in the dark, something not being shown in the light, you know, hidden messages, hidden meanings, hidden answers. Now, in its reverse meaning, could be lack of intuition, could be beautiful nightmare. That's what I was getting. I was like, sweet dreams and a beautiful nightmare. Our sweet dreams are made of this. It could give bad dreams. So nightmares. It could mean that whatever has come, whatever was lurking out has come out of the dark. It really could mean some type of misfortune. Because I want to talk about the wolves or the dogs in these cars. Dogs are very intuitive creatures. They are creatures that can sense energies. Pests in general have very, very great instincts. Animal instincts, if you will, but a great intuition to know when danger is a coming. Now, is that to say that these pups in the picture don't know that the sea lobster is there? That's for debate, honestly. But, 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 let's talk about how the full moon is prominent in folklore or supernatural, especially for wolves, especially for werewolves. Usually when werewolves are in contact with a full moon or out within a full moon, they are rambunctious. They become their animal selves. They become full, full beast mode, if you will. So, yeah, it is a bit of a, a tunnel vision that happens that occurs. And now that I say tunnel vision, I do want to look at, like, the creek that is between these two dogs that 
the lobster's looking like it's trying to go through, if you will. Or if the water was flowing, it would go through the creek. The moon card, I would say... I would say somewhat in its upright meaning, but in a negative connotation would mean there's some ton of vision happening. There is a full focus happening on one thing, but we're not being fully aware of what's going on. So it being a reminder that we need to trust our intuition and we need to be aware of our senses and what's going on around us is very important. Just because it's upright doesn't mean it doesn't allow room to have some type of warning sign or message or meaning to it. As of recently, when the moon card has popped up in a lot of my readings, girl, I'm trying to remember for what. (laughs) Well, I will say this. Having been through my own journey with self-confidence, with the strength card, with Coming into myself, coming into all versions of myself, coming into my dark femininity, especially. I'm not going to cap. I think the moon card has been trying to remind me that I do have a strong intuition. I am that bitch. I am that witch. I need to not doubt myself. I need to not second guess myself. And I say this because of the fact that I know that this year was a very, very tough year for me to regain confidence, to trust myself, trust my abilities, to really get back on top of the things, the places that I wanted to be, that I wanted to go. I say that the moon car has been prominent because of the fact that there has been things that in which... Baby girl, you are a witch, so sometimes you don't need to watch all these pick-a-card readings to get answers that you already know. (laughs) And I say that because I literally just watch, um, I believe it was Stargirl, The Practical Witch, or Kino Tarot. I think it was Stargirl, particularly one of the two, that I was watching a reading and Basically, they were like, girl, Spirit said that you, why are you being lazy and doing a pick a card reading when you know you could pull shit yourself? I'm thinking to myself, like, girl, like, I kind of don't think I'm, like, in a good place mentally to be pulling right now. Or I don't think, like, I'm really collected in my thoughts. But if you say fucking so, damn. Yeah, it was Stargirl that said that. (laughs) I see that's valid. I see when my spirits are kind of like, yeah, girl, you kind of don't need to keep watching pick a card readings. I know they're fun and all. But it's like, you don't really need to watch readings for answers that you know you can seek out yourself. Especially if it has something to do with someone or something directly to you. Which I'm like, damn, okay, you didn't have to yell about it, bitch. (laughs) Right? I've been trusting my intuition a lot more. And also to add, my dreams have been a lot vivid more. Now... I'm not really, and I haven't been good at writing them down after I wake up like I used to, but they have been very interesting and very, like, vivid. And it's just been a fun time. It's just been, like, a movie marathon for me at this point. I cannot cap, okay? I cannot cap. And what I'll say to you guys in regards to what the moon card for me for you guys is, like, If you feel like something is lurking, if you feel like some shit is trying to get at you, 
girl, especially in this Mercury retrograde, shit will try to sneak up on you. Come back from the pack, girl. That shit's crazy. It's crazy out here in these streets. If you feel like some shit is trying to come at you, I say this. Because I know I do this a lot for myself. Protection spells. Protection cleanses. I do that shit. I do it all. I do it all. I do it all. Something I am compelled to tell you guys is that do it egg cleansing. Grab a cup of water. I believe you do put salt in the water. So grab some salt, put it in the cup, put the water in, grab that egg, rub that egg all over your body from head to toe, crack the egg, pour the yolk inside the water, let it sit for a minute and watch the imagery of the yolk or excuse me, more so the whites, the egg whites, excuse me. If you see spikes, that means somebody has tried to put a spell on you. If you see bubbles atop those spikes, that means your spirit, guys, your angels, your ancestors have taken care of that shit. Also, look to see if there's any other images, like a picture, a face, letters, or whatever, what have you. Then, you grab some salt and pepper, mix that shit together, pour that shit into the cup, so that way, it is a protection over those energies regardless if you have spikes or not do it then you flush that shit down the toilet better bada boom done i say that because i have come to realize when i did my egg cleansing a couple weeks ago that my guys got me my guides got me my spirit guys be working overtime for me so here's the thing i'm so thankful for my guides And I know they got my back. But I also want to make sure, and I'm pretty sure now they're telling me that, hey, if something doesn't seem right for the first time, it probably isn't. It probably is not right. It's probably as off as you think. Now, some cases, some situations, some people, you can extend grace to, but don't overextend that grace. Just because my guys be working overtime for me, does that mean they need to be doing it all the time? Meaning that I need to trust my intuition and my six senses, seven senses, all my senses regardless, that I know how to take care of myself. I know how to protect my energy. That I know how to control, take control, mind the control, I know how to do that for myself, but so do my guides. Now, my guides love me. Karma loves me. But still, still, out of respect for them, I understand where I've been called to trust my intuition. I'm getting dark side of the moon. Mysterious as the dark side of the moon. Okay, yeah, sorry. I had to, like, think of that. So, <laughs> I think that song is coming in because that song, the main refrain of I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan is talking about having some balance. Balance. Trust. Honesty. Like, I know the new Mulan, i never seen it, but, like, being brave, loyal, and true 
all of those things don't need to apply when you're about to face a battle or a situation or some type of like hardship. Those need to apply every day for yourself, regardless of what big or small thing is about to come at you. Once we let go of our intuition or we don't trust our intuition, we let we lead ourselves astray. And that can be so disheartening. It can be so hard because it's like, damn, I really, I really trusted myself. Or damn, I was right at first. Why did I doubt myself? We have to be loyal. We have to be brave. We have to be true. Okay, Mulan, I hear you, girl. But we also have to be aware. We also have to pay attention. We have to understand and know what's going on. Going back to the original Mulan, the 98 Disney film, she was the one that knew the Hans were coming. The Hans, the Huns? Yes. She knew that they were coming. She damn knew, one, because she saw it, but two, she instinctively knew what to do. She also wanted all these motherfuckers. And regards to that, despite people rejecting her, she was like, all right, I got to go continue on this mission. I got to go. If people are not going to believe me, I'm not worried about how to prove them wrong. I'm worried about making sure everyone's safe. Because I'm the only one that's actually knowing what's going on up in this bitch. I feel like I'm going to watch Mulan after this because, girl... She was that bitch. Mulan Fa knew what the fuck was up. And y'all doubted her because she was a girl? A girl? A girl? I forgot how to say girl in Chinese. In Mandarin. A girl? <laughs> An amiga? <laughs> the fuck? Y'all wrong for that. Y'all wrong. But once again, she trusted her intuition. Another example I'm going to say and talk about is that I recently watched a podcast episode of Women on Impact, and I forget the gentleman's name that was on there, but he also has a woman on podcast because he had one that went viral about how, um, something about husbands, I forgot the name of it, because I haven't watched it yet, but something about husbands, either husbands being unhappy or you know, married men or whatever. He made a point in which when, because he's a life coach, I believe, is that when a lot of women come up to him and tell him about their relationships and how sometimes the relationships are marriage with whoever didn't work out because at first they knew that they weren't the one, but they doubted that intuition and still went about it anyway. Girl, I was just this during a time where I was just like, I don't think I can. I don't think I can give this person a chance. <laughs> I don't. I can't give this person a chance if they're not gonna take the shot. I'm not gonna give this person the time of day if they're not meeting me halfway. I would rather and prefer to trust my intuition, trust my instincts. Which, why would you say something so controversial but so true is a better judgment? Your intuition can be very much a better judgment. It can be a better judgment among things, among people, places, what have you. But we always doubt it and second guess it because, yes, we want to give grace. We want to give 
folks, friends, people, whatever, a chance. But then, yes, it does blow up in the end. Or, yes, it has snuck up on us. Now we're in danger. Because we didn't pay attention to the danger that we had probably Peach was lurking. But because we didn't see it all the way, we didn't believe that it was there. We weren't fully aware of it. Well, that being said, you can be intuitive. You can be aware. And you can still do shit blissfully. Let's talk about dreams. Let's talk about being idolistic. Let's talk about the difference between reality or just being idolistic. There is a perfect balance that needs to come for the two. If you have hopes, if you have desires, if you have dreams, if you have goals things you want to achieve it is possible in any which way to achieve them if you so desire and work your way through them now yes there are going to be things that are going to be trying to lurk and trying to get in your way but goat sheet my actors you have your goal are you aware of your obstacles do you know what your tactics are what are your expectations to get to your goal to get to your dream as long as you know and have things that can help you overcome those obstacles along the way. Your dreams are, baby, are going to come a reality. We want to be logical. And the gentleman on the podcast talked about women. It's not that we're not made to be logical or intellectual. But sometimes there isn't a balance between being intellectual and being intuitive. Sometimes when we do over-intellectualize things, sometimes we miss the mark. Sometimes we don't trust it. I was recently called out for over-intellectualizing. And that made me start to doubt myself and my intuition a lot more because it made me feel like had I not been trusting myself and my better judgment this entire time? Or have you not given me the space to actually be intuitive and make the decision. Did you try to pull a fast one on me without me knowing? Type shit. Girl. Girl. Why y'all think moons are so important? Why y'all think the full and new moons are so important? Because those are prominent times where emotions are heightened no matter which one it is. Those are prominent times when things either need to be released or things can be manifested, harvested. But those are prominent times in which dreams can come true. Dreams can become a reality. A lot of these spiritual apps talk about see if your manifestations have come true from the new moon. Because that is one moon prominent for manifestations by the time of the next or following full moon which is usually used for releases or forgiveness. No, you can manifest it in a full moon if you want to. You can release some shit in the new moon if you have to. Whatever is attuned to and a call to you, so long as it's aligned with your intuition. All I have to say to the collective today is to manifest. Girl, dream big. I'm getting dream on, dream on, dream on. Dreaming for your dream come true. Thank you, Aerosmith. That. Dream on, dream big. There was some circle of stars Disney song that the Joel Bros, that Miley, Selena, and Demi were on. I don't think it had the word dream in it, though. I know it was about planet Earth. 
for whatever reason, I'm getting that. I don't remember what it. I don't remember the song name on top of my head, but I'm now getting that like image in my head because I feel like, once again, that was a very <laughs> inspiring piece of work, despite the reality of the drama. Ooh, girl, that was going on at that time. <laughs> I lived for it. But I also will say this: trust your intuition. Let your intuition, your gut, your heart be your guide. A reading that I watched earlier today talked about how I am somebody, from a bigger reading, that I am somebody that follows my heart. Once again, Mulan is an example, but moving on to Mulan 2, the direct-to-DVD sequel. That movie's message is very prominent about following your heart. And I think that's something that's very important because, yes, sometimes as spiritualists, as intellectuals, as, you know, people of the divine, what have you, we are told that we need to, we need to think. Which, yes, of course. However, there is no harm, no foul, in truly following your heart. Now, I don't want to say react everything purely on emotion. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that it is okay to follow your heart's desires and figure out how to fulfill it follow through for something that you're passionate about make a living out of it make it be something that is a part of your life long term if it doesn't work out in the end it doesn't work out in the end but that's an understanding of like hey this is really not what it was but most of the time whenever we follow our heart's desires or go after things that we strive for that we're passionate about that our heart yearns for those are the very, very things that give us hope, that help us to achieve and fulfill our dreams, that allow us to get that courage, that confidence to be loyal, brave, and true. Yes, we're back to Mulan. The, the inner work, the inner reflection has made itself out. It has mirrored us. It has become a law of attraction with the vibrations. It is, who is that girl I see? My throat's hurting, so I can't really sing better than I wish I usually could, even if I was BSing. <laughs> but it is that. The literal song, the pop song for Mulan, was True to Your Heart by 98 Degrees. Like, the final song in the movie literally is true to your heart. Be true to yourselves. Be true to your heart. But also be aware what's going on. Be aware what lurks. Be aware of your obstacles. And learn how to overcome them, learn how to face them, learn to be ready for them. Even if they're unexpected, come ready, be ready, stay ready. She ready. She ready. Y'all ready. Y'all are going to stay true to your heart and true to yourselves. And y'all going to be ready for what comes. Whether if it's your manifestations coming into fruition or whether it's some obstacle trying to get in your fucking way. Either way, either fucking way, it's all going to work out in the end. For affirmations in regards to the moon card, I am not afraid to dream bigger than life itself. I will achieve my dreams. I am intuitive whatever comes my way i will be ready for it i trust my mind body heart and soul 
If you're ready, come and get it. Na 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 na. That's why you better sing to your obstacles. You better tell them, "Oh, y'all want y'all want a piece of me." If you're ready, come and get it. Period. Thank y'all so much for joining me in this episode of Tiro Time. Remember to follow the podcast to always be notified when I ever I upload episodes. Follow me on all my social media that is linked in the episode description. And as always, 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 have a magical time. And I will see y'all next time on Dragon Ball Spirituality. Na 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 na, come and get it.